Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, have you here? How's it going this morning? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, it was it was an interesting, fun day yesterday. But I want to see how you're doing yesterday with everything that happened with with Officer Ty and you kind of mentioned on the show yesterday. There's a connection with you and your family. I want to see how you're doing before we even get into anything this morning. Uh, do uh, you know we're we're hanging in there? And uh, yeah, if you uh, missed it uh, yesterday, one of our uh, Metro officers, Officer Ty, he um, he was killed in an in a shooting while he was on duty and um it the connection is he was one of the coaches of one of my daughter's volleyball uh, teams and just a, a really really kind funny um good person i mean it, it really doesn't get any better and uh so yesterday um i kind of i i heard about the shooting just you know during the show and i was waiting for more information and then all of a sudden my phone started blowing up while we were actually on the air and i was trying not to get distracted but i what i was reading was i i, I wasn't believing what i was seeing and and so um there was a lot of it was my husband letting me know and uh, you know not the way you want to find out something but really Mm -hmm. how else am I going to find out about it and uh so my whole it was uh, I mean I was just devastated and and um but I was more worried about my daughter finding out because he was one of her favorite coaches and she was at school at that point they're not allowed to use their phone at school but I was really uh, worried about after school the the first thing she does is take out her phone and I just didn't want her to see something and be blindsided by it and so um she had a game after school and there was she had a horrible day there was a lot of stuff that went on at school that she was already dealing with and um so by the time I I, I went to her game um she did not look at her phone thank goodness oh my gosh yeah, yeah. so um when the game was over and they won and we were in the car, I said, hey, listen, there's something I need to tell you. Um, and I don't want I, I need to tell you now because I don't want you to see it somewhere else and be shocked by it. And she goes, oh, no, I'm scared. And I was like, like, how do you deliver news like that to someone? It's just 
I don't know if I did it the wrong way by prefacing with that, but she immediately was scared. And then I told her and the poor thing just broke down. It was really, really hard to see. And, you know, I was just hugging her in the car and she was just she she's devastated. She really is. And it's just the whole community is devastating. What a loss. He was just such a such a good guy. You hear these stories, uh, all these officers coming out last night and this morning, seeing the news, just talking about what an amazing man he was and dedicated to literally protecting our city since 1999, uh, working the overnight shift. And then you and I were talking a lot off the air about your, your connection to him. And then especially Brooklyn's connection to him. And the fact that, you know, think about, you know, if you played sports or just going to school, that, that one, whether it be a coach or that teacher that's had a big impact on your life, you never forget that person. That seems like what he was to, to your family and to Brooklyn. And then, yeah, I don't think there was any right or wrong way to deliver the news. I think it was, I mean, I don't use the word special, but the fact that you were able to get to her before she opened up social media or a friend of a friend heard about it and told her. So at least she heard it from, from mom and dad and, you know, in the safety of your car at your house or something. So it's, I don't think there's any right or wrong way to tell someone that news and, and just the fact that you had to tell her. I'm sorry you had to go through that yesterday. Yeah, it was it was tough. And, and thank you for that. And thank you for checking in um, with me last night. Um, it, you know, it it he it's he was so... He was so great because he and Matt really hit it off and he would come, he would literally work the overnight shift and then sleep for two hours and then go to a volleyball tournament. Like that's how he was. That's how dedicated he was. Or he would, they would have practice at night from like six to seven thirty, And then he'd go home for, for a little while, get something to eat, maybe rest for a bit and then go do his shift. Like the guy, and Matt would always make fun of him. He's like, you're a machine. How do you do this? You're like literally. And he's like, cause I love what I do. And that's exactly, that's like a direct quote. He said, cause I love what I do. And, uh, and and Matt, my husband was, you know, so upset. We all were. It's just a tremendous loss for our community. There was uh, one of his partners or former partners was saying, yeah, you know, he could have moved on to other things in the apartment, but he liked being out mm-hmm. there and protecting our community in the overnight shift. That was that's what, what his passion was. And he loved doing and and he did that up until his, his final shift last night. It's just it's heartbreaking news to hear that heartbreaking news. And the whole thing went down yesterday. And then literally on the show is when you find out that there's a connection to to what happened yesterday. I d- and I didn't want to believe it. Like, I just kept saying, no, 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 it's it's not. And and everyone's like, it is. It is. And yeah. What did you realize you were doing that even off the air? Because, um, you know, we, we, we literally just wrapped up the hot three, went to some some songs. So you can kind of figure out what's going on. And, and you were saying to me, it's like, it's his name and it's his face, but it's it can't, it can't be him. Like, it was literally like every saying that this is the guy that, you know, but you still couldn't wrap your head around it. It took you a few, it took you a few minutes to to wrap your head around the news you were experiencing. Yesterday. Uh, yeah, I was like in protection mode. Yeah. And total denial. Like I was just total denial. Like, yeah, it looks like him. It's his it's name. the same name. Yeah, yeah he's a cop. It, yeah. And, and so, yeah, but thank you. Thank you for uh, for asking. And and so, yeah, it was it was a pretty rough day for us yesterday. Um, but on you said good things happened in your in your world yesterday. How was your day? Yeah, without getting my day later on. It's like a weird transition from uh, like, well, no, no, but no. I like to end on a happy no. note. And I know let me talk about my day later on because it, it would be a We're weird running. transition. But, okay. but I will. T- uh, I'll, I'm looking forward to the weekend. I'll tell you that much because uh, Saturday night I'm hosting the it's the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, the big gala. It's actually called the Dana Marshall Bernstein Courage Ball. That's tomorrow night. I hosted it last year. This is its third year. We attended year one, hosted last year. Going back to tomorrow night to be hosting it again, and and it's it's extra special because my wife Laura has been fighting Crohn's disease for the past seventeen years or so. So uh, looking forward to being there tomorrow night and and. Really 
raising some money for a great cause to hopefully find a cure for Crohn's or to further the, the medication that's already out there. That's awesome. But hopefully a lot of money is raised and, and steps can be made to to uh, advance the, the research and, and, yeah, finally find a cure for that. I know a lot of people uh, suffer from it or know someone that does. So that's a great thing. And uh, hopefully you guys have a great weekend on tap, ready to go. Let's uh, let's start the show. Let's get things off on a good note this morning. And let's uh, let's do it with the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Low by Cracker? Do you want to hear All My Life by Casey and JoJo? Do you want to hear The Sweet Escape by Gwen Stefani? Those are your choices. You can get your votes in now. All you have to do is tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. If you're looking for something really disturbing to watch for Halloween, this might be your ticket. There's a movie called, it's called Terrifier 2 that started rolling out in theaters last week. And the buzz on social media is that it's so graphic and disturbing that it's making people vomit and pass out. One person posted a picture of their friend being treated by paramedics and said, quote, My friend passed out in a theater called an ambulance. Highly recommended. Oh, my gosh. Mercedes, there's more. Uh, Another guy says, uh, the guy behind me passed out cold and crashed into my chair. Another guy left because he didn't feel good. And then someone said, I heard a guy puking hard and loud in the bathroom. I I don't I I don't want the answer, so don't give it to me. But what could be so bad in it? Well, it's like one of those hypotheticals. Like I like, wow, why is it that bad? What could be so bad? But truthfully, I don't want to know. So don't answer that. Well, I'll tell you this much: Terrifier Two features a villain called Art the Clown. I watched the trailer. The character, the villain itself, it's realistic scary. It's 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 a scary clown, and it's 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 he's freaky looking. But it's kind of like B-level horror. I just I just think it's over-the-top slasher and gore. I don't think there's anything, one particular scene. I just think there's so much, just based on the trailer, that there's just so much. It's like overwhelming. Interesting. I really, uh, I'm not that curious that I would ever watch it. But yeah, that's that's pretty fascinating that it's having a physical reaction. Yeah, so now there's some hype on this movie. Other movies out this weekend, Halloween Ends, which is in theaters and also streaming on Peacock. Jamie Lee Curtis returns as Laurie Strode for a final battle with her brother. And it takes four years, takes place four years after last year's Halloween Kills. So Halloween, man, that franchise has been going since 1978. It's time. It's time. You know, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Someone take care of this Michael Myers guy for once and for all. My gosh, the guy keeps coming back. Or is, he J- is it Jason or Michael Myers in Halloween? That's uh, Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Blink-182. So Green Day, Blink-182, Good Charlotte, and more will be performing at the When We Were Young Festival happening right here in Las Vegas. We're talking about the October 2023 one. And Blink-182 
is officially back. Mark Hoppus, Travis Parker, Tom DeLong. They've got a huge tour coming up as well. And they just released a brand new song. It's called Edging. This is their first new song with Tom DeLong in 10 years. So here is brand new music from Blink-182. That's fun. I like it already, and that's just a, a little snippet I've heard. I love it. This is 20 seconds is what you're getting right there. So brand new music out today from Blink-182. Let's talk sports. So Vegas Golden Knights, they won their home opener last night. They beat Chicago. The final score was one to nothing. Our new coach, Bruce Cassidy, is now 2-0 and with the team. Their next game is tomorrow. They're in Seattle uh, against the Kraken. UNLV's got a football game tomorrow night here in town against Air Force. So UNLV is 4-2, and two, still looking good on the season, but their starting quarterback is out for the game, I believe. He Ooh, went down hard last yikes. week. So that's where we stand with UNLV. I do not know what happened last night on Thursday Night Football. I don't either. Honestly, I was I totally forgot about the game until just now that you mentioned As it. I was putting together these sports notes, I'm saying this one. I'm like, who won I, last night? I don't night? even know who played. I forgot who played. Who played? Chicago Bears. Thursday night. Washington Commanders. You took the Bears. Um, uh, Commanders at Bears Thursday night. Oh, Steph has it. Steph, who won the game last night? Commanders 12-7. Oh, the Commanders, won? Commanders won. What a boring game. Sounds like a high-scoring baseball game. Oh. What are these scores this year? So I picked the Chicago Bears. You did. Oh, okay. I got to pay you five bucks. I don't I don't know if I have it. I'll check it out. I'll, 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 I'll see if Matt can drop off five bucks for you, for you this weekend. <laughs> I know you're good for it. <laughs> we're, making, uh, we're making some money on this so Thursday night game. Loop. <laughs> what, how funny is that? The game was so bad last night that you couldn't find it with a quick Google search to score. I, yeah, it's giving me fantasy stats. I'm like, what the heck? Why, why, why do you not want to tell me what the score was? It was that boring. They buried the final score. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1717. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is so good to have you here on this Friday morning, 6 a.m., October 14th. It's going to be a nice weekend. Weather-wise, it's really starting to cool down a little bit. I was a was chilly this morning. I'm starting to tra- make my uh, wardrobe transition. I'm very excited about that. Uh, and I'm, I'm actually going to go to San Diego to see my daughter this weekend. And I think it's even cooler there. Was FaceTiming her. She was wearing a hoodie. Ooh. Her roommate. I, she's like, want to say hi to my roommate? I was like, which one? Is it is it block or is it chair? Yeah, did you have to quickly try to remember the real names? Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 well, and she couldn't hear me because uh, Sophie had her AirPods in. She's like, chair. And I was like, yeah, let's say hi to Cher. So she turns her, her laptop and I'm like, I'm just waving. And she's like, oh, hi. Like she, Cher is very sweet. Those, so that's, what, that's our new nickname. Chair is bubbly. Bubbly. Okay. Yeah. I need to write that. Chair is bubbly. Which then... you would think block would be bubbly, but <laughs> like the BB, but no, no, no. Chair is bubbly and uh, block is, is sassy. sassy. Yeah. Okay. I'm writing these down so I don't forget. 
Yeah, just a little key to, to some of our inside speak. Did I ever show you a picture of them? Do you guys know what they I, I've look never like? seen the picture. I oh, think okay. I think Sophie had posted a photo on Instagram that I saw with a bunch of girls. And we were talking about afterward. He said one of those girls was her roommates, but I don't know which one it was. Oh, okay. I'll have to show you guys a picture of them just so you kind of have like in your mind what they look like. But yeah, they're having a uh, family weekend at her school this weekend. So um, there, she said a bunch of parents are already out there. And, and I was like, all right. So, you know, I'm excited. I'm, I'm bringing her sister with her with us and and we're all going to spend the weekend together a girls weekend my husband has to work because nascar's in town and so um i'm like so are we going to do any of the school stuff she's like not really i just want to come stay at the hotel with you guys and get away from everything i was like cool oh so she's going to go stay in the hotel yeah, with you guys so oh that's great weekend yeah together, we'll break then, from everything yeah just to you know walk around except steph i should probably ask you like i want to go somewhere cool for dinner tonight I have no plans. I was thinking of taking them to Old Town, but I'm like, well, we we always go to Old Town. They've been there before. So then I was like, you know where we have only been one time and it was really beautiful was La Jolla. Mm. Um, do you have any any suggestions for anything in La Jolla? That is a great question. I don't really dine in La Jolla. I only went once for an anniversary and it was a fancy, fancy place. Okay, yeah. I don't want to go fancy, fancy. I was hoping like, you know, casual-ish, you know, so I could just go wearing what I'm wearing today because I'm not going to change. I'm going to have to get out of here kind of quick today. So I'm like, it's still somewhere I can wear jeans and uh, like a nice-ish shirt. But, yeah, I don't want to go full fancy. I know that your daughter loves, like, the Korean culture. And I don't know if she's had a chance to go to Claremont or Convoy yet. But there's a lot of really good, like, Asian restaurants. I don't know if they're fans of sushi, but there's great sushi places. There's amazing ramen places there, too. And it's right next to La Jolla, if you're interested. Uh, Claremont and Convoy, you said? Yes. Claremont is the town, and then Convoy is the street. Oh, Convoy is in Claremont. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm making notes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do it. To see if I can find uh, something. Yeah, that would actually be fun, too. Or Kearney Mesa is also another little town near Convoy as well. Okay. Yeah. We're uh, we're excited. We're excited to, to see her and, and just get out of town for a little bit. Uh, and you, you have a busy weekend. How was your night last night? Oh, my night was, it was, it was fun. Uh, so, you know, for Las Vegas now, we're doing the, we have a big Halloween show coming up on Halloween. And for this year, we're all kind of in, investigating haunted areas here in Las Vegas. And I can't wait, Mercedes, for everyone to see what happened with yours. I mean, seriously. Yeah, it was crazy. That is freaky stuff. So Mercedes already has hers done. And you went to the park. This What was the name of the park? Uh, my park? Yeah, that you went to. Um, uh, I, I forget. <laughs> it's in Henderson. It's the one that's haunted with a little kid. Uh, what's it called? It's too early. I, okay, I no know. problem. I, what is the name of it? I don't, I don't remember. So then I did mine last night, and I went I went to Boulder City last night. And so I covered a bunch of different... Boulder City, according to legend, there's a lot of haunting going on out in Boulder City. So I, I did that last night, and I had, a, I had a, a ghost hunter, a paranormal expert. His name is Joshua. He does these ghost tours in Boulder City. And so we kind of went through the ghost tour last night. We started at Beer Zombie. We ended up at the Speakeasy and just kind of walking around and just getting the history of the, the legend haunts of Boulder City. And he had equipment and everything, trying to pick up on some stuff. And a couple little things happened, but nothing really over the top. But it was just it was just a fun night because the weather was great. Being out there, Boulder City's awesome. And then walking around and seeing these haunted places and getting the backstories it was a pretty cool experience last night. Yeah, that's always interesting to do like that paranormal stuff. It kind of freaks me out. It's Fox Ridge Park. Sorry about that. Well, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's Fox Ridge Park that I went to. But yeah, it's always interesting to see that stuff. And uh, I don't know if anything weird happened on your but yeah, my, there was definitely a moment where I wanted to start crying and run home. It was crazy. It's unexplainable in my mind. Yeah, it seriously it, is. It is. I mean, I, I, 
I still am just like, uh, the, our cameraman and I, he listened to gospel music his entire way home because he was so freaked out by it. It was just, yeah, it was weird. There are so many, I mean, there's so many stories about haunted hotels here in town, downtown, on the strip. Because I'm doing some more research for some other stuff that I'm doing. There's haunted streets here in town, a demon woman that haunts a street. There's a lot that's happening here in Las Vegas that people might, might not be aware of, but it, it's out there. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. We have today on the show, your last chance to get these tickets to go see Panic at the Disco. So they're going to be here a, a week from tonight. We've got your tickets at 7.40 and 9.40 for tickets to see Panic at the Disco. And up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us? AMA nominations are out. We will tell you who is leading the pack. Also, the latest trend in names for baby girls is taking us way back. And some new fashion that is taking the phrase, all that and a bag of chips, literally. We'll explain coming up next and what's trending. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Okay, AMAs are trending this morning. The American Music Awards, the nominations came out yesterday. And Bad Bunny, he leads the way with eight nominations, including Artist of the Year. Now, if Bad Bunny wins all eight categories, he would actually tie Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston for the most AMAs in a single year. Wow. Killing it. Absolutely killing it. Now, uh, Beyonce, Drake, and Taylor Swift, they were right behind him with six nominations each. Las Vegas' own Imagine Dragons, they're tied with Monoskin as the group with the most nods. And up for Artist of the Year, they uh, they increased the amount of nominees from five to seven. And so up for Artist of the Year are Bad Bunny, Taylor Swift, Drake, The Weeknd, Adele, Beyonce, and Harry Styles. The AMAs are on Sunday, November 20th at the Microsoft Theater in L.A. And it's one of those things where it's like live to the East Coast and then the West Coast has to wait. Oh, we get a tape delayed? Yes. Oh. I'm annoyed. That's why do they do that? Yeah. I like I won't I probably won't watch it because of that cuz I already see everything on social media. And this is I this is one I do like because they they announce the nominees based on Billboard charts and sales and everything and radio play, so it's legit reason why they're nominated. But as far as the voting, this is 100% fan votes. This is the the fans speaking of who they like. So it's it's a real interesting award show, but why delay it? I don't know. Maybe maybe if we riot Let's do ahead it. of time, okay. they'll change their mind and they'll just air it live to everyone. Let's I'm start sure. it. Let's start Everything the riot. Something happened. <laughs> um, also trending this morning is grandpa names. Why? Well, the baby name site Nameberry has gone through their internal data to predict the trends for 2023. We talked about some of them um, from a different uh, a different source last week. Well, here's a fun one: naming your daughter after your great grandfather might become a thing now. Old man names for girls are starting to trend. And names that they predict that are going to be really big next year for girls are Max, Ira, Lenny, Ozzy, Rudy, Arlo, Clark, Jean, Jasper, Teddy, and Lou. All of those Lou. names. I, I actually, my, my cousin's name is Luana, and we always called her Lou. <laughs> I mean, that was just her nickname. So I can see that one. I love Max. Obviously, Stranger Things uh, makes me think of that. But the one I never thought of for a, a girl that I absolutely love is Clark. 
I think that sounds so cute for a little girl. Clark. That's a cute name. I love it. Um, adjective names like brave, epic, icy, and sincere. They're also growing in popularity. And trending for boy boys are um, names that are inspired by Western shows like Yellowstone. They include Abbott, uh, Briggs, Dutton, Huck, Rhett, and Tex. My uh, grandmother's brother, his name was Hamilton, uh, but we called him Uncle Hammy. Hammy. I like the name Hamilton. That's a, that's a that's a good solid name, Hamilton. Hamilton. And I mean, obviously, I think of uh, Hamilton, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but I like Hammy too. It makes me think of Moons Over My Hammy. Yeah. He was like just at Denny's. He was because his Uncle Hammy was always fun. He's like, is Uncle Hammy gonna be there? Yeah, Uncle Hammy's gonna be there with a the name like Uncle Hammy. You, you got to be the fun uncle or great uncle, whatever it was. Yeah, the, the fun uncle. Uh, and then finally, this morning, Balenciaga is trending. So the hottest item on the fashion runway is literally all that and a bag of chips. The design Designer label has debuted its latest fashion trend this week, and it is a Lay's potato chip handbag. It's it's a leather clutch. It looks like it looks like a Lay's potato chip bag, but it's got Balenciaga Balenciaga branding on it. It's like a big bag that looks like a big bag of Lay's. It comes in red, green, blue, and yellow, which are actual Lay's potato chip bags for different flavors. Um, instead of spending four bucks on a bag of <laughs> chips, you can spend eighteen hundred dollars for the Lay's for by thing? Balenciaga bag. Oh, you just make one yourself with a bag of chips? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think maybe they're using more uh, high quality products, but I'm sorry, <laughs> still not worth it. And that's what's trending. Sometimes you worry about like swallowing stuff, but like kids swallowing stuff. But normally when they're little kids, not like teenagers, but this happened to a teenager. Have you ever accidentally swallowed something or your kid accidentally swallowed something? And what was it? What happened? This 13 year old kid uh, near Houston, his name is uh, Jonathan Serrano. He was supposed to be packing for a camping trip. And instead, he decided to annoy his mom by standing next to her while he was chewing on one of those chew um, on one of those dog toys. So he's sitting there chewing on it and he was making it squeak. And she kept telling him to stop it, stop it, stop it. So she tried to grab it from him and he ducked to get away and then accidentally swallowed the noisemaker in it. The dog, the squeaky toy? Yes. The sounder? The little (gasps) white squeaker in the the toy. It, it, It got lodged in his esophagus and he could still breathe, but every time he did, it made the dog toy sound. So it got even louder and funnier when he would laugh. Um, <laughs> his mom took him to the ER. They even they thought it was funny. And there's there's video of this nurse trying not to laugh. And and his mom says it's pretty much all the other doctors like they all stop by to see this in person. Um, they put him under to get the squeaker out with a scope, and he's okay. Um, and he's actually excited now because he's TikTok famous. Uh, we I think we have some of the audio of him uh breathing and 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 laughing with the squeaky toy lodged in his esophagus. Here it is. Say hi to Boy Scout. Hi. Now it sounds funny, but that's very dangerous. I, <laughs> one I, more time. Well, I don't want to like no. make light of this, but <laughs> he's fine. We can laugh at him now, and he's TikTok famous. Oh my gosh. Say hi to Boy Scout. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh have you ever as a kid like <laughs> swallowed something on accident or maybe your child did um and, and what was it i i choked choked on 
uh, one of those. My grandma loved those butterscotch candies. Do you remember those? Classic grandma candies. Oh, yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. They so she, sold them to the grandmothers. Yeah. She. I think you had to have an ID, and it, you had to be <laughs> over the age of seventy to yeah. buy them. Um, my grandma always had those in her house, and so I took one out of her purse, and I ate, I was eating it one day, and I was just it was in my mouth, and and uh, someone said something, and I go what? And when I go. Oh, what it just right went right, right into my throat and it got stuck there and though and I could not breathe unlike him I I was like uh, uh, and then um I can't remember who it was it was either my dad or my grandpa that came in just to see why I was like coughing and uh and, and they started banging me on my back like hitting my back really hard and I just finally go huh. And it just came shooting out of my mouth. It was so scary. It could be a scary situation, too, with his hard sca- candies. Yeah. I was really scared. And I felt like I was starting to get a little lightheaded. Uh-huh. And my, it was my dad, now that I remember, because he just smacked me on my back so hard. <laughs> but it helped me kind of like yeah. get the breath to, to dislodge it from my throat. It was terrifying. I didn't have a swallowing thing. I had an inhaling thing. And it was, I don't know if this is a thing in the 80s, but we had fake fruit on our kitchen table, a whole big uh, plastic display of fake fruit, and there were grapes. And the thing was that you can pick stuff off. You can it was you can play, play with this stuff. And I would always take the grape off, this big grape, and put it up my nostril and look at my sister and my brother like it was you know boogie in my nose. And it was funny, and I did it. Neither my sister or brother said something funny, and I started laughing and inhaled. Oh no! And the thing goes up to the point where you can't see the plastic fake grape up my nose. Like, ah, ah, ah. And so he goes screaming for mom who comes running in and she tries to get it out with her fingers. I remember she started to push it up even further. So now I had this plastic grape stuck up my nose and panic starts to set in as a little kid. But my mom got tweezers and she was able to get up there and start to slowly pull the thing out. But that thing went up far up my nostrils. That's really scary and it's fake. It's not like you can uh, wait for it to turn into a raisin like a regular <laughs> grape. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, this is just going to stay this way the entire time. That was the first thing. You know, just wait. It'll eventually turn into a raisin. Oh, no, it's, it's fake. Okay, we got to get it out. Moms with tweezers always made me nervous. Whenever my mom had tweezers, I got so terrified because I, in my mind, I'm like, well, you're not an actual nurse or a doctor. And so you're just going to kind of go in rogue based on your own instincts. And so luckily, it, it, things usually turned out OK. My mom with the tweezers, though, usually she'd pull them out if I got a splinter or something. And I was always like, oh, no, here we go. Mom operating on me. <laughs> she get those tweezers. Now, what was that? Didn't there was like a red dye our parents would put on cuts back in the day. Did you have that? A red? No, I don't. We have like some Are kind you of, just talking about iodine? Was that was iodine they put on cuts? I feel like, yeah, iodine, they put on cuts. I've just seen that in, like, the movies and stuff. Oh, yeah. I, your mom went full-on yeah, movie mode. That's iodine. how we did it back. You rolled with iodine. So oh, the first aid kit, like a medic for MASH. My mom was only, like, about the alcohol or the peroxide. <laughs> we didn't go iodine. Whoa. We were big league in my house. <laughs> that's, like, intense. Mm-hmm. Hot three is coming up next. What do you have for okay, us? Okay, this morning we are going to talk about um, how, when and how do Americans think that bystanders should intervene? Do you intervene if you see something going on? We're going to talk about that. Also, what at what age do we lie the best? I really don't think the answer is going to surprise anyone on this one. And a woman, speaking of things getting stuck, she had 23 of these stuck in her body. What were they and where were they stuck? We'll tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Now, a new study looked into when and how Americans decide to intervene in bad situations. Are you one of those people that's more of like a bystander and you observe? Or if you see something going on, will you actually intervene? They came up with 10 scenarios and they gave people four options for how they might hypothetically react there's physical intervening, verbal intervening, calling 911, or just doing nothing. And there's a physical intervention was popular in three different scenarios. See if you agree with this, if you would physically intervene in these situations. A man is making sexual advances towards a very drunk woman. Yes, I'm in. 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm intervening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a, P, a person violently kicking or abusing a dog. Oh, I'm in there. I'm coming in hot. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And then a man hitting his female partner. Oh, I'm coming in swinging. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my. aren't you getting fired up just hearing these stories? Yeah, I, I, I actually am. I'm getting very angry. Uh, I, there's no way you, I could sit back and just watch something like that happen. And you see sometimes like the, um, 
on TikTok, like they'll have actors doing certain things to see if people will actually mm-hmm. intervene, intervene. And it uh, is so it, it's so heartbreaking to see how many people don't do anything like we'll just sit there and just pretend like they didn't see it or walk away or just they notice it. But they're like, eh, I don't want to get involved. It's so upsetting. I just think, yeah, it's like your natural instinct in those three situations, especially you have to do something, whether just, you know, stopping it, distracting it, ending it. You got to do something to step in. Um, a, a verbal intervention was common in two situations. A police officer inflicting unnecessary pain on someone that they are arresting. That's where people verbally would would intervene and then um a person yelling racial slurs at someone who is a racial minority um my my fist started tight on that second one there yeah i i think i still uh, yeah i intervene in both yeah probably verbally yeah. i say something like hey do we need to be doing this or the racial slurs one i, I man yeah i get upset that, yeah that maybe a push on that one like what the heck calling 911 was the way that a lot of people would handle a couple of other scenarios a person who's homeless and may need medical help a person standing on the ledge of a bridge seemingly contemplating suicide and a person who appears to be very intoxicated getting in a, a car to drive. Those were the calling 911 scenarios. And then most people say they would do nothing in these two situations. A loud confrontation between a business and a customer over wearing a mask and a parent slapping their ch- young child who is misbehaving. Ooh, the mask thing and let them handle it themselves. That's between those two. Or maybe, hey, calm down over there, guys. Come on. Yeah, but the kid, the, the a parent slapping a kid in public, th- that starts to get the blood going again. But w- in that situation, but what, what do you say? say? I I I would try to make eye contact with the kid, or I'd be like, whoa, 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 hey, you know, mm-hmm. or, and try to diffuse the situation. No parent is going to be like, oh, thank you for intervening. I appreciate it, you know. So, like, I, oh, you know what? I didn't know I was doing something wrong. The problem is, I don't want to make it worse for the child. Like, they get so mad at me intervening, and then the kid, they take it out on the kid. So that's why it's a very delicate situation there. You know, you have to be careful. In all the situations, women are more likely than men to say that the situation warranted some form of intervention. You're at a stoplight in front, okay, and the light turns green. The car doesn't go right away. How long do you wait to honk the horn? And how are you honking the horn? Uh, I I will wait until I feel like I might miss this light. I really do give a lot of leeway. And finally, I'll I'll just kind of me me. And I, I try to do it as friendly as possible. Like, hey, yo, not like a because eh, that's just that's not good. Yeah, the eh is so rude. <laughs> a little tiny. And I, I, I'll i do the tiny. I'll wait. I'll wait. I, I, same thing. Wait a little bit. Tiny tap. And I'll put my hand up like, hey. Behind you. Yeah, get going. Cool. Move it. Let's move go. It. Come on. Uh, also this morning, who lies the best? A new study examined lying across the entire lifespan. And the main finding is this. Teenagers tell the most lies. College age and young adults between 18 and 29 are the best liars. And the most successful ones, too. Young children between the ages of six and eight and adults over 60 were found to be the least, the least dishonest age groups. Yeah, like... Little kids cannot, they cannot lie. If they see something like, you look stupid, or that's an ugly shirt, or they'll just say things with no no filter. filter. They will not, they will not cover it up. Or if they're lying, they they do, what's the tell? The the, the person looks to their left or right. Is it looks to your left when someone's lying? I'm not sure. Is that it? 
Yeah, does it look to your left? I, uh, That's a tell. If someone's lying, it? they look to their left or right. What if they're right-handed or left-handed? Do they go the opposite direction? And what if there's something distracting to the left? They're yeah. just having it on the left. There's something to my left. I'm yeah. not lying. I'm looking to my left right now. <laughs> Finally, this morning, have you ever had a contact lens get stuck up inside your eyelid? It's pretty obvious and uncomfortable when it happens. So how is this even possible? A video from an eye doctor in Newport Beach, California is going viral after she removed 23 contact lenses from a woman's right eye yes you heard me right 23 in the video it only looks like a dozen or so but it turned out a bunch of them were stuck together once she separated them it was 23 now the patient was an older lady her eye doctor thinks she just kept falling asleep with them in and then she would forget the next morning and put new ones in she even tells her in the video that it might be a world record but believe it or not it is not Back in 2017, a doctor in the UK was prepping a 67-year-old woman for a cataract surgery, and she found 17 lenses in one of her eyes, and then 10, another 10 <laughs> later on. So the record is actually 27. One thing to stack up after a while and affect the way your eyelid actually looks? I don't know. This is why I, I could use contact lenses, my doctor said. She's like, you know, we could just get you contacts. You wouldn't have to worry about wearing glasses because I can't see at a distance. I'll ha- I have to put glasses on if I'm looking at something at a distance. She's like, we could get you contact lenses. It'd be easy. I'm like, nope. I, I'm so scared of putting anything in my eye. Absolutely not. I'll just deal with the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up here in the 7 o'clock hour, panic at the disco. They'll be in town one week from tonight and you're gonna be at that show we have your tickets coming up at 7 40 finally friday oh my gosh this weekend could not come fast enough it has been a week thank you guys so much for for listening this morning uh have you have you been to the dentist lately I have been this year in 2022. I had a cleaning done this year, so I'm very excited about that. Laura has been a bunch of times because she got Invisalign this year as well. Oh, someone asked me the other day. I, I had to go do some blood work, and the, the lady at the blood uh, at lab corps goes, do you have Invisalign? I was like, No. I guess my teeth were so shiny. Like, you know, that plastic, plasticky look when you wear the Invisalign? Uh It's like, oh, I just thought maybe I, I, that told me I had a lot of saliva on my teeth. I was like, (laughs) you got to do the wipe. I'm like, oh boy. Um, But yeah, that's so funny. So, so she hears a lot of dentists uh, or she goes to a lot of dentists office. Yeah, she's got, yeah. And I just had uh, had to call for some Invisalign stuff for her last week. Yeah. So our our family, my wife and I, we have been to the dentist this year. Yes. Uh, I, uh, I have an appointment coming up in a couple of weeks just my regular cleaning and stuff and um yesterday i had to run into the grocery store to get a couple of things and a song came on in the grocery store and i immediately thought i was in a dentist's office like is there a song what song can you hear that makes you think i'm at the dentist what is a dentist office song 702-364-9400 my song was an elton john song oh great and whenever i hear this song i think of going to the dentist do you know which one it is? Is it this one here you have queued up? Yes. Lying there with that on the chair. Oh, my gosh. I was just, I heard this at the grocery. It's also a grocery store song. Uh, but then that, I hear this yesterday, and I immediately go, oh, I have a dentist appointment in two weeks. Like, that, it reminded me that I had to go see the dentist. And does anyone else have a dentist office song, or is that just me? Like, I... I automatically am reverted to the chair hearing the with water splattering all over my face. Okay, bite your lips down now. 
all the water goes in the thing. Like, it's just, it's a dentist office song. A little dentist office song. So I had to call the dentist office for some questions about Lars Invisalign last week. Uh, I had to wait for the actual dentist to, to come on and jump on and answer the question. And this song is an 80s song, and I hadn't heard it forever, but it just, it stuck with me because it's an 80s song, and it just, I haven't heard it for a while. But to me, this is also a dentist song. Do you remember this one right here? I don't know who sings it, but I do know this song. I had to look it up. Paul Young is the guy who sings it, but every time you go away is the song. It's from the 80s, but there I am on hold. Man, vision the person there in, in the lobby filling out the paperwork for the first time. Yes, my insurance, United Healthcare. What What is your dentist office song, Steph? Do you have one that you automatically takes you to the dentist office? Uh, I can't think of one right now, but it's funny how you guys have the same vibe. And ironically, I have a dentist appointment tomorrow morning. Oh, do you really? I do. And Saturday morning. It's a Saturday morning because I want James to be there too and our only times that are available are Saturdays. So, tomorrow morning I'm going to be looking out for Elton John and Paul Young. Oh, tell us like seriously, make sure you are listening to whatever is playing in there and make a note. Let's let's do like the actual playlist to figure out how accurate we were or if the dentist office playlist has changed over the years. I'm going to be in my phone writing notes and I'm going to be like, Paul Young, uh, Elton John. Uh, let's talk to our good buddy, Corey. Hey, Corey, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, how are you today? Doing great. Tell us, what is uh, what is your dentist office song? I'm going to go with the Yacht Rock Classic Sailing by Christopher Cross. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, this is also called uh, My Husband in the Shower Song. <laughs> he loves to listen to stuff like this when he's showering. I think any soft Phil Collins songs um, you'd find in a dentist's office. Yeah. Or this one right here. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, my gosh, what is this? This sounds like stuff my dad. I, I mentioned the song, my, my the station my dad loved when I was growing up, Cozy 101. This sounds like Cozy 101. Oh, number one on the playlist. This is like 100% the music my dad used to listen to back in the day. He loved it. It was just like... Maybe that's why I have visions of the dentist, because then he would probably take me to the dentist quickly thereafter. Uh, some text get it. We're getting any Michael Bolton song. Yes, that one for sure. Uh, this text says, my dentist had on the t- has on the TV... The office was um, playing, they were watching, or the office was on, or they play golf. Golf or the office. Yeah, we don't watch TV at my dentist's office. There's I, there's no TV. Is there nail salon music is, or TV shows? Because anytime I go, and I actually love it because I don't watch these shows when I'm at my house, but anytime I get my nails done, they always have HGTV home improvement shows or cooking shows on. And I love sitting there getting my nails done and watching these shows. Um, I, They don't have a TV at my nail salon, but what the, she, like the salon music is on. It's not her curated playlist, Um, but they, it's, I think it's, it's like um, it's like an indie vibe, you know. When you go in there, it's like cool, folky kind of music. Oh, ouch! This text says my dentist plays Mix ninety four point one. Okay, that's great though. That's, that's cool. great. So you have a cool dentist. Yeah, you got the hip dentist <laughs> I in town. I want to go see your dentist. <laughs> you
Yeah, like, why doesn't my dentist play Mix 94.1? I know his whole family listens. They're amazing. They listen every single morning. Why, when they get to the office, do they not continue listening to Mix 94.1? Why do they got to go with the Phil Collins? And why, do, why don't our dentists play Mix 94.1? Why are they playing Elton John to Phil Collins? What's going on? Yeah. I have to have a serious talk with my dentist. That's rude. It's no, very rude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this hour, so a couple things going on this morning. So next hour, it's Friday morning. We're spinning the Oh Wow wheel. What are, Do you have your category, Mercedes, and do you have your song? No and no. Yeah, same. <laughs> same, same. Steph, what are our categories this week? Uh, I know mine is a song that has a special meaning. Oh, JC, yours is Mercedes. What was your uh, original? Oh, no, it's mine. I know I got that. <laughs> JC, yours is a song that was either released in October or on the charts in October of yeah. Any year. Okay. And then Mercedes is a song with a number in the title. A number in the title. Okay. Hmm. hmm. Any Phil Collins or I'm Elton trying to John think songs? Of an, a dentist song uh-huh. right now. <laughs> and also now this hour, 740, those tickets for you to go see Panic at the Disco. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. We've got Green Day, Blink-182, and Good Charlotte and more performing at the When We Were Young Festival. This is happening next October here in Las Vegas. And Blink-182, they're officially back. If you didn't know, we're talking about Mark Hoppus, Travis Barker, Tom DeLonge. they got a huge tour coming up as well. And they just put out a brand new song. It's called Edging. So here it is. Brand new music from Blink-182. The sound of it. it sounds great. Yeah, doesn't it? So that's new music from Blink-182. The Backstreet Boys have a new album out today, and it's a very Backstreet Christmas. So here is some uh, music, Christmas music, from the Backstreet Boys. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light from what it is, but just hearing Christmas right, music right now feels nice. It's giving me some comfort. I like it. Except for this song. Way to ruin it. It's a good song, though. This is my least favorite Christmas song. Really? I do not like last Christmas. This one and the So This Is Christmas. The John Lennon Yoko Ono? Don't like that Oh, song. it's a good one. Such a great Christmas song. What about the waitress? In your opinion... True, in my humble my humble Christmas music opinion. I, I, but I also put the waitresses rapping at the top of the list as well. I love that Christmas oh, song. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's uh, hit you this. You have nothing nice to say. Don't say anything <laughs> at all. Well, I need to. I need to say something because we have. Um, where'd my thing go? Um, darn it! Oh, here it is. Oh my gosh! We've got breaking news. In the world of BTS. So we're going to our official BTS correspondent, (laughs) Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes, what is the latest update on BTS? Thank you, JC. I am reporting live here in Las Vegas regarding the upcoming concert that BTS is throwing. It is a free concert in Busan, and it is happening this weekend. Uh, Namjoon, also known as RM, just released a letter to fans saying... Quote, there are songs that we are singing for the first very long time that might perhaps be the last time we sing in person. Fans are going crazy trying to figure out 
what this means. And rumor is that it will be announced at the concert that Jin is indeed going to the military. Now, I'm getting in my ear right now. Is this is this correct, Mercedes? You are canceling your flight to San Diego <laughs> and flying to Korea this weekend with your daughters? Unfortunately, uh, your information is bad. Okay. I am continuing to San Diego. I'm not going to Korea. <laughs> there was never an intent to go there, but, you know, it would have been nice. <laughs> that's, uh, that's big stuff happening over yeah, there. Yeah, it, it's probably going to blow up here. Um, they're going to have, uh, there's a lot more that's going to be coming out, but it, it'll be cool to see the concert. You, we, you can stream it, uh, here, I think it's like two thirty in the morning, though. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. We be up? No, I'll watch it when I wake up. Okay, right, it'll still be there when you get up. Still be there when you get up. Victoria Beckham, she sparked divorce speculation last month when fans noticed that she had removed her, her tattoo of husband David Beckham's initials from her wrist. Well, guess what? She just didn't like it anymore. That's why she had it removed. She said it actually started to bleed at one point. It was just getting old and it was just looking bad. So she had the thing removed. She was on the Today Show was showing Hoda how the tattoo is now completely gone. But, you know, she gets, she, she just got the tattoo removed. And everyone's like, are they getting a divorce? What's happening? Well, yeah, and I don't have any tattoos, so I'm not sure how it works. But I'm guessing, like, if it's on your wrist and kind of in a highly visible place and as time goes on, it keeps looking worse and worse and you see it every day, I would, I, I totally understand that. In fact, there was bleeding, too. The tattoos Ugh. start to bleed. That's not, That's not a good sign. That's probably not good, yeah. Uh, last one here. Pierce Brosnan is entering the DC Universe with a role in the movie Black Adam. But he almost entered the DC Universe back in 1989 as Batman. But he lost the role to Michael Keaton. So I wonder how that would have played out if he was Batman and what would have transpired. But he think he now knows why. So Pierce was on with Jimmy Fallon and admits to saying something, what he says, was stupid to Tim Burton, who was the man behind the first Batman movie. He said, I, this is what he said to Tim Burton. I can't understand any man who would wear his underpants outside his trousers, which is how Batman's uniform is. Uh, well, you don't have to understand it. Don't worry about it then. Because you're not getting the role. Yeah, it goes out. to Michael Keaton. Uh, yeah. Now, Pierce had a great movie. He was very successful, became James Bond and everything else. But wonder how it would have been with him as the first Batman. Wonder how that would have played out. And how long would he have played Batman as well? Yeah. I I don't know. I feel like it just wasn't meant to be, obviously. If you just didn't understand it, then yeah, get out of here. Get someone who knows the role that <laughs> yeah. you're going to be taking on. So coming up here at 740, those tickets for you to go see Panic at the Disco. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. <laughs> By request. <laughs> that was for you, Kelly. I guess I did that the other day, and she thought it was really funny. It was so. very cute. I, I don't realize the microphone is on early sometimes because JC turns on my mic, so uh, it's on when you decide it's on. And so you could get a lot of great uh, singing. And I, I, I usually wait about 20 seconds left in the song. Never okay. like two minutes or so in. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, like not randomly in two minutes. <laughs> so JC, um, apparently there was some good news in your family yeah, the other day. Yeah, huge news for my brother. Uh, my brother John, my mom sent out a text message uh, congratulating John uh, on his promotion. She said, hey, everybody, big congratulations to John. He just got a new promotion. He's a new VP at Merrill Lynch. And I'm like, that's awesome. So I sent my brother a message saying, hey, man, congratulations. I'm, I'm so proud of you uh, on the promotion and everything. Super excited. But to be honest, I don't know what he does at Merrill Lynch. VP oh, of what? I have no idea. Oh, can you take a guess, like what he does, just based on conversations you've had with your brother? I, I'm sure if we ask your brother, what does your brother JC do for a living? He could say exactly what you do for a living, but you've never taken the time to learn what your brother does for a living. 
Uh, what does your brother do for a living? That's the subject is you right now, JC. <laughs> yes, not he, me. <laughs> he works at Merrill Lynch slash Bank of America, and I believe he works somewhere in their fraud detection department. Oh, interesting. You, mm-hmm. you believe that? I believe that. So, so maybe, now he's, is he the VP of fraud detection? My brother is the vice president of if, fraud if detection. That's, <laughs> if that's the case, I'd be worried because <laughs> he can detect the fraud on you right now. <laughs> he's the VP of fraud detection at Merrill Lynch of Bank of America. That's what I'm going with. Well, why don't we just ask him ourselves? He's on the line, isn't he? He's on the line. <laughs> this is so exciting. I love when we get to talk to baby John. This is JC's little brother, baby John. Hi, John. Uh, hey, Mercedes. Hey, JC. How's it going? Oh, he's so sweet. <laughs> John, congratulations on your promotion to VP. That's fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Now, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> I carry on the uh, the uh, handed down from my dad of being under, very unclear about what I do. This is something that JC and I are used to growing up. Yeah, but we have no idea what our father did growing up, and I have no idea what my brother does. So I'm glad the tradition continues with someone. What is your title? VP of fraud? What is the actual title? Was I on to that with VP of fraud? No, you're, you're in the neighborhood. I, I actually don't work in fraud anymore. Uh, oh, so go, I no JC. longer do that. To managing and everything that goes with it. When did you technically leave the fraud department? Uh, three, four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, Mercedes. I, we, I, we talk a lot, but I'm like, hey, we talk about stuff in our lives, and I'm like, hey, how's the fraud department going? And we probably can't even talk about it because it's fraud. Is it is it secret stuff that you do, John? No, secret sounds so exciting. <laughs> but, I, you know... <laughs> Go in, punch the clock, come home, you know, all the usual. Do you know what your brother does for a living? Yeah, he tells me that he's uh, currently the junior heavyweight champion for WWE. (laughs) (laughs) Junior heavyweight. I'm not even the light heavyweight. I'm the junior heavyweight. (laughs) That's shocking. (laughs) How's everything else, John? How's the family? My, My brother has two beautiful children. There's JP and Madeline. How are the kids doing? Kids are great. They've been, you know, trading cold for the past month, nonstop, back and forth. You <laughs> started again for them, pre-K and kindergarten, but kids are good. They, your children are absolutely beautiful, John. You and your wife, Kelly. Kelly, mm-hmm. that's correct. You guys, yeah. you have the most beautiful children. They are so cute. Um, do, do they hear from Uncle JC a lot? Oh, yeah. No, they love Uncle JC. They'll get the, the FaceTime, and, yeah, they know exactly who he is, and they remember the presents very well. Oh. JC always delivers something fun. He's a fun uncle. That's neat. You're a fun uncle. Good job. Hey, John, what, what was your, uh, you know, having me as a, as a big brother must have been a lot of fun, you know, uh, the endearing guy that I am. What's one of your fondest memories of me as, uh, you know, that older brother you always look up to? Uh, the uh, older brother that I always look up to. Well, of course you are, and you were. But I'll throw this story out there of, of the JC older brother experience. I feel like I'm good for one every time I call in. With Christmas, I was like eight or nine or maybe maybe even like six or seven. So you were like the 13 or something like that. Anyway, JC gives me this present. It's like this big box. He hands it to me and he says, on Christmas morning, he announces that this is for us. I'm like, okay, that's an odd way to kick off a gift. And I open it and it is like this adult-sized lacrosse set. And JC immediately takes it from me as soon as I open it. 
And does this story end with JC becoming the star lacrosse player? No, he hung him up in his room like a decoration for like five years. <laughs> you nerd. <laughs> I gave him a gift. I said, this is for us. It's not for you. It's for us. It's for us. Did you Great cross the sticks on your yeah, I did. I crossed the sticks. It was cool. You never played lacrosse a day in your life and it became his wall mount. It was the late 80s. It was a cool thing to do. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. John, I really feel like you have a a gift as um, like a stand-up comic. I think you're really funny. And I, I love when you call because your delivery and your storytelling is so good. Have you ever thought about going into that arena maybe as like a side hustle aside from your super secret job at Merrill Lynch? Yeah. You know, it's never too late to pivot. I, see, point. look at him. He's so funny. I love it. He gets it from me. He gets it from his older brother. Oh, exactly. Exactly. You got to take credit for it, don't you, Jason? Yeah. All right, John. Give me note, note cards. You know, yeah, I'll write, I'll write the jokes. Writer. I'll be his ghostwriter. I'll yeah. write some jokes and slide it to me. No, on stage. don't. I think he. I don't think he needs your help. I think he's good on his own. But listen, well, so John, you know, Mercedes is giving me heat for not knowing exactly what you do, but Mercedes doesn't know what her brother does either. So I'm not alone in this situation. I know my brother works at. I think Merrill Lynch also. <laughs> what if they're emailing every day? <laughs> uh, that or Charles Schwab. I forget which one. But I think he works at one of them. He's in finance. He too just got a big promotion, oh, and he's um he's the head of um the customer finance negotiation tactic residuals. Are you looking at his LinkedIn? <laughs> no, I, I I honestly just made that up. I don't know what it. I I too have an issue with knowing what my siblings do. It's it's not good. Yeah, if when you work for a big company, it's tough to just like put it out there. I do this. Yeah, well, here's I, I something. So, John, do you know what our brother-in-law Chris does for a living? Oh, are you going to tell me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it didn't feel so, so bad. Yeah, okay, so we don't know what, everything about everybody in our family. Their secrets. Yeah, you could have attached. You could have attached for a million dollars to do that question. That would have been answered. And I just saw him last weekend. <laughs> I, I oh, want yeah, sure. to get, John, I want to get you a nameplate for your desk that says VP Baby John. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Could be an email signature or something. Yes, exactly. You're so cool to talk to, John. Thanks for coming Thanks, on buddy. the show. Thanks for reaching out. All right. Oh, talk to you later. All right. Bye. See you, Bye-bye. I love your brother. Oh, he's, he's so sweet. You're, all your family is so great. VP of something. That's my that's my young, That's my baby no, brother. We, so we never really got an answer. No. Uh-uh. I don't know if you noticed that, but we still don't know what yeah, he does. Yeah. Kind of a walk around there. I, uh, I I asked my brother to call in, and uh, he's not responding no to me. No response so whatsoever? Maybe his job is that secretive. I don't know. He's not responding to me. Well, maybe he's in a meeting because he's a VP. I, honestly, they have meetings. If it makes you feel any better, I don't know what my sister really does. I don't know what either of my brothers do i might i know my other brother does something to do he with like um 3d printing fake knees but then he got a promotion they're all getting promotions well we're due uh, can we get a promotion i don't know wait your brother 3d prints knees he's like and now he's doing something with like bombers like fighter jets or something? Are you kidding me? That's no, amazing. I, like, I don't even know. I'm afraid to ask. Look at our families doing great things. <laughs> yeah. And here we are, panicking and- the disco tickets coming up next. <laughs> hey, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we have a cool life, Mercedes, you and I do. I'm pretty happy for us. What do we have coming up in the hot three? Okay, we are going to talk about um, aging. Who ages faster, men or women? Uh, we're also going to talk about a new study that about honesty 
we really want our kids to be honest, but we don't want them to be too honest. That is on the way. And Bush, they're adding another exciting beer, but it's not for you. We'll tell you who it's for coming up next in the Hot 3. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, Britney Spears on this Friday morning. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Hi, Katie. Hi. Hey, you are caller 20. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Nice job going to see Panic at the Disco next weekend. You are in for free. They're going to be at the T-Mobile Arena. And uh, congratulations. Awesome. My daughter is going to be so excited. Uh, well, have fun at the show, Katie. Yeah, you're all set. And we've got your tickets to go see Panic at the Disco. And we have them coming up at the 9 o'clock hour at 940. Here we go. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. And the Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. All right. So none of us are getting any younger, but men are aging faster than women. That's according to new research. A study out of Finland finds that men are biologically older than women. And by the time they're in their 50s, men are as much as four biological years older than women of the same age. But the gap starts much younger and is seen in men in their 20s they uh wanted to see if there were big differences in aging between the sexes and if those potentially could be because of lifestyle related factors and they they wanted to they they studied twins is what they did so they split the twins into younger um, ages and older age groups and found that most male siblings were around one biological year older than their sisters um so men's larger body size also contributes to that um they said that there, you know, can be beneficial effects of the female hormone estrogen on health. So that could be an effect on it. But men are aging faster than women. Did everyone have a set of twins in their neighborhood or in their circle of friends growing up? Megan, Jenny, Calcaterra. Oh, yeah. In your neighborhood or how, how were they connected? Well, I went to school with them. Okay. They weren't in my neighborhood, but I was friends with Jenny. But Meg would come around and the way you could differentiate who was who was Meg had a gigantic mole on her pointer finger. So I'd always look at their hands and be like, oh, hi, Jenny. Oh, hi, Meg. That was the way we could tell. 
I had uh, Doug and Dave Vaughn growing up, and um, I was friendlier with Doug, and D- Doug was the nicer one, and Doug had softer eyes than Dave. Oh, really? Softer yeah. eyes? I could just, you could see in the eyes. Like he had, Dave was always getting in trouble. Doug was the nice one. So I was friends with Doug. Do you ever look up people? Like what? I haven't said those names in the longest oh time. And so now I'm like, whatever happened to Meg Calcaterra? And there's a Meg Calcaterra that went to school in Colorado. Is this her? Like, I just, I can't, I can't believe that I, I, those names just came back yeah. to me all of a sudden. So weird. I'm Googling Doug and Dave on twins. Yes, this is her because her, her sister Jennifer Calcaterra is, oh my gosh, uh, in her friends list. And I wonder what they look. Of course, they don't post any pictures of themselves, only their dogs. <laughs> and they have twin dogs too. Look at that. <laughs> Do they really? Yeah. She has two German shepherds that look exactly alike. I, I don't know that they're twins, but it looks like she shows the dogs. No way. Like she, the, this dog has all these ribbons around it. Oh my goodness. How very cool. Oh, okay. Anyway, I digress. Uh, what else this morning? So let's talk about um, uh, t- uh, honesty. So if you want an honest take on something, ask a three-year-old and then prepare yourself for brutal honesty. We were kind of talking to, about something similar to this earlier. A new study has found parents tell kids to always tell the truth, but they don't actually want them, though, to be that honest. And you might be sending mixed signals by punishing them for it. Researchers found it's really tough for kids to figure out the level of honesty that's socially acceptable and so like one example would be if they opened a gift that they don't like adults know it's okay to lie in that situation or pretend you like it more than you do but a little kid may say something like i don't like this or i don't want this or something like that so then they're confused when their parent gets angry at them for telling the truth the study also found other adults also tend to judge kids in those moments which is totally unfair so so what can you do about it not much really it takes time to learn how to navigate something like that but we want our kids to be honest but not too honest it's that three-year-old no filter what if we all live that live that way you get a gift like what's this dude i'm gonna use this another gift card wow thanks great put a lot of thought into it yeah awesome Uh don't even shop at that store anymore i actually love getting gift cards so that for me it's more like i'm trying to think what would I, I get excited when I get gifts. I don't care what they are. Even if it's not something I'll use, I'm just like, oh, someone actually they thought of you something, you know? What's wrong? No, I've seen if that was, so I, is, that, is that the three-year-old honest answer? What do you mean? You, it's, it's the thought that counts, right? No, I'm trying to think if there's a gift that, there was one gift that I don't really like, but I, I thought that there, a lot of thought went yeah, into it. Yeah, it is the thought that and counts. And it was some, it was, it was a little pug statue uh-huh. that someone got me. Oh, but it wasn't a pug. It was a bulldog, and they thought it was a pug. So I was like, <laughs> they're like, I, I know you love pugs. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I do. I love pugs. Thank you so much. But I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this is a bulldog. This is not a pug. <laughs> but they didn't know. And so I still was really appreciative of because they really wanted to get me something that I liked. But I wasn't. I didn't like it because it was a bulldog. Not that I don't like bulldogs, yes, but you know yeah. what I mean. And so that was an instance. I was trying to think of one where I had an issue like that. I had one. It was I went to a friend's house, and they gave me. They're like, uh, there was a, watching a wrestling pay per view event. And I got to their house, and they were like, we got you something. We're thinking of you and tonight. And I'm like, oh, cool. And it was a mug, and it was a the Wonder Woman uh, logo on it. And I'm like, what the heck is this? I'm like, oh, awesome. I think they thought it was WWE. Oh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> the two W's? That's hilarious. And I'm like, oh, awesome. And they're like, we knew you'd like it. I'm like, yeah. 
<laughs> like, do I say something or just act like I like it? I'm going to act like I like it. Oh, my gosh. Finally, this morning, we were just talking about dogs. Two years ago, Bush created a beer for dogs. It was called Bush Dog Brew. It's a non-alcoholic, obviously, and they brewed it with flavors your dog would like, including bone-in pork butt, corn, mint. And now Bush is coming out with a new flavor because of how successful it was. This one is called Bush Light Turkey Brew, and it's made with bone-in turkey, sweet potato, sweet basil, peppermint leaves, turmeric, turmeric, I can never say that one, turmeric, ginger, and water. The beer is uh, it's also available on Anheuser-Busch's Shop Beer Gear website. It's $15 for four 12-ounce cans. Um, if you're curious, humans can drink dog brew, but Bush stresses that it's specifically made for the dog's refined palate, mm. so you probably won't like it. All right, coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour, we have your weekend plans all set. You're going to go see Carly Rae Jepsen tomorrow night. Those tickets at 825. Yesterday was uh, a really tough day for our community when um, I, you, I'm sure a lot of you heard the news. Officer Trong Tai, uh, 23-year met, Metro veteran, he was killed in the line of duty in a shooting near UNLV. He was uh, reporting to a domestic disturbance call. And uh, it was we were on the air, actually, when I got final co- confirmation of it. Um, I had heard... The story of an officer involved shooting and um, that the Metro officer lost his life. And it per- hit me particularly hard because um, I know I, I knew Officer Ty. Um, I actually it's I, I keep calling him Coach Ty because that's how I referred to him because he was my daughter's volleyball coach. And um, just I was completely shocked on the air when it happened. I We were actually in the 7 a.m. social and I went back and watched because you can see my face in it when I found out and oh. it was a, just a pure look I, I was just completely stunned and I was trying to still contribute to the show but I was just completely out of it we went right to we went to break we, we went yeah. to break and we stopped the 7 a.m. social club can you figure out what's going on and I think you were and it's such a, I mean it's such a tragedy here's this guy protecting our city since 1999 the overnight shift what an amazing man so many stories uh, hearing other officers talking last night and this morning about his character and and so when the news came uh, we, we heard about the shooting in the morning and it's sad, sad, such sad news and then the name comes across and and when we shut off the social club and went to songs and commercials so you can kind of regroup and figure out you still couldn't wrap your head around it i don't know if you remember this but you kept saying like i'm not sure if it's him it's it's the same name you see the picture but I your know. brain wouldn't accept the fact that this is someone that you knew and had an impact on your life and in your kid's life as well he it's such a, he was such an amazing man uh matt and him would always he they would always talk about his overnight shift matt got such a kick hearing about you know some of the stories and and he how much he loved doing overnights and he would literally get off of duty ha- go home sleep for two hours and go um to a tournament an all-day volleyball tournament and and coach those girls or vice versa he'd go for their practice at night and they had practice from six to eight and then he'd go home and change and then go to work um like that's how dedicated he was uh to this team so my hearts are with the entire um community his family his friends the volleyball community it's such it was such a loss and my big um my big thing yesterday was how am i going to deliver this news to my daughter him and his wife coach rosa were two of her favorite coaches ever ever they were so great and um i'm like how am I going to tell her? And I, w- I want to be able to be the one to tell her before she hears the news elsewhere. 
I was really concerned with that because she has a phone, but she's not allowed to use it at school. So I was just like, please do not let her see it before I can tell her because she will be shocked. And um, so she had a volleyball game yesterday. She had a really bad day. Some bad stuff happened to her during the day. And so I was just like, I got to make it to her before um, she sees this. So um, we get to school for her game. I can tell she hasn't heard because she hasn't said anything to me. And I'm like, oh, thank goodness. And then after the game, we get in the car and I I know she's about to start scrolling through her phone. So I'm like, I got to say something. And so I said, hey, I got to tell you something that's going to be kind of shocking and um, upsetting. But I want to tell you before you hear it from someone else. And she just stopped and looked at me and she said, oh, no, I'm scared. And I was like. I just want you to hear it from me before anyone else tells you. And or just her eyes, mm. I, 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 I couldn't believe it. She goes, what? And I said, um, Coach Ty was in a horrible uh, accident. It, he, you know how he was, a, he was a metro officer? And she said, yeah. Did something happen to him? And I said, unfortunately, yes. And I told her what happened. And man, the poor thing just burst into tears. It was just heart-wrenching. I hated to be the one to have to tell her about that. But at the same time, I needed to be the one to tell her because I didn't want her to hear it elsewhere. It's kind of a blessing that she didn't hear about it either throughout the day. Yeah. Around a friend who's maybe parents told them, somehow got in touch with them during school or actually at the volleyball game or practice, whatever it was after school. But such hard news to break, but so happy that you were the one to be there to tell her about it and think about it. You know, it's, it's a tragedy on itself. And now imagine the person that you lost is, is a coach or a teacher that had such a big impact on your life. And that was what it was for Brooklyn. And at least you were able to be there to be the one to share the news versus her popping her phone open, scrolling through, through and finding it that way and not having her family around her when she sees it. It's, it's interesting because the second I told her, she opened up her Instagram and that was literally the first mm. thing on there and she she showed it to me and i was like i'm so sorry baby and she's like it did like she just couldn't even talk and then she realized that she had gotten a lot of texts from her teammates her former teammates sending her that but she didn't look, bother to look at her text yet that day so they she could have found out before i told her but luckily she didn't so it's just hard delivering bad news like that have you ever had to be the bearer of bad news of something and it's just it's so hard and there's a vigil just for anyone interested who who knew um coach ty or i'm sorry officer ty i keep calling him coach ty um there's there's going to be a vigil tomorrow night um for to honor him it's uh happening at sunset park pavilion f which that's the second entrance off of eastern it's happening at six o'clock tomorrow and they say if you want to make a contribution um in his name you can do that to the injured uh police officers fund okay. yeah it's yeah just the heartbreaks for the community and all of his partners are there at metro and stuff and you know, protected our community since 1999 in the overnight shift, too. And there was one of his partners or former partners were saying he could have stepped away from the overnight shift. But that's what he liked to do. And that was his that was his passion. Yeah, he was. A, yeah. And a, and, and a great coach, too. There's a lot of the volleyball community is also really mourning the loss. His family, friends. And oh, it's just a, such a loss. We think about it, too. He not only protected our city, but then, you know, instilled, I'm sure, great values into how many of these girls and guys and stuff that he coached throughout his life, too. And and that legacy will live on as well. We've got uh, lots coming up on the show. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mix 94.1. Check this out in about five minutes. Those tickets for you to see Carly Rae Jepsen. That show is tomorrow night.
It's Mercedes in the morning. Wow. 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 And now the Oh Wow Wheel. One of us is going to play a song that makes you say, oh, wow, we have our guest Vitor on the line. Hey, Nancy, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. It's Friday. We're excited about that. Thank you for being our guest Vitor. JC is giving the wheel a good spin. You will decide whether or not we are going to play the song of the person that it lands on. That was a hefty duty spin. That's a good spin, right? I mean, man, it's still spinning. It's still spinning. So an oral that wheel up? My gosh. Oh, man. I feel like we're on a new track now. Because, again, it landed on Steph this week. Steph! What? Steph! Steph. All right, so... Steph, um, if, if if you veto Steph's song, Nancy, then it's going to move over uh-huh. to JC. So, Steph, make your pitch to Nancy, tell her your category, and tell her the song you picked. My category was a song that has a special meaning to you, and my parents are no longer together, but when they were together, it used to be us three all the time, and we would listen to this song on repeat. It was Janet Jackson, Someone to Call My Lover. Reminds me of the time of my childhood when we were all three hanging out. Oh, okay, Nancy, does it play, yes or no? Mm, no, I like the story, but no. Oh! <laughs> my heart! My heart, Nancy! Vitor! <laughs> she said I love the story, but not the song! Oh Nancy, my gosh! This is why we have oh, a veto. Savage, so brutal. Savage. We appreciate her honesty, Nancy. That means it moves over yeah. to JC. <laughs> JC, what's your song? My category is a song that was in the charts in October. This was sitting at number three <laughs> in October of 1992. Oh man, this is me. Help me! Jump around on the OL wheel. Get up, pack it in. Let me begin. That's the pain from 1992. That was on the charts. October of 1992 was the number three song in the country. And that was my category for the Oh Wow Wheel, a song that came out or that was on the charts in October of any year. I love that song. That was great. Unfortunately, it was at Steph's expense mm. who got the veto. Now, I was not in the mix again for like the third week in a row. Yeah. And so that's okay, though, because I had my run when it was always landing on you. <laughs> um, my category was a song with a number in the title. And I picked a song. That came out in 2004, but the song title was 1985. Oh, Bowling Pursuit. Yes. I don't know. I'm just on this kick with listening to like 2000s like rock because of the When We Were Young Festival. And I'm like red jumpsuit apparatus and like, you know, Bowling Pursuit and... Jimmy Eat World. I've been listening to a lot of that lately, and so I thought this would be a really good song to play. Wait. This came out in 2004? Yeah. Are we farther away from this song than the song was farther away from the 1985? Quite possibly. Let me oh get my, my gosh. Yeah, I need a calculator for that, because that's... Because when this song came out, I'm like, wow, 1985 was so long ago. So that was ni- 19 years between that, so... 2022 minus 2004 at, uh, wait, 
this is what happens when you are not good at math. Uh, 2004 equals 18. So the song was 19 years between 1985 and 2004, and we are at 18 years. Oh, my god! Between 2022 and 2004. So it'll be like next year. We're almost there. Maybe next year singing a song about 2005. 2005. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so weird. Time is such a weird thing, isn't it? Oh, really? All right, we go from, from the Oh Wow Wheel to, and maybe that song will pop up next hour in the Friday Rewind. It's a great song. If we go to Heads Up, we want to call our 20 at 702. 702- 364-9400. That's you. You're playing heads up. And this is a cool prize. Yeah, we have our final pair of tickets to see Carly Rae Jepsen in town. And uh, that show is going to be so much fun. She's at Virgin Hotels for the So Nice Tour tomorrow night. If you are ready to get your tickets right now, call her 20. They're yours. You just uh, have to get six answers in 60 seconds in your category. This morning, the category is butterscotch. If you think you can do this, six answers in 60 seconds. Be caller 20 right now, and you get to play 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Good morning, Catherine. How are you? I'm great. How are you? So good. You're caller 20. You're playing Heads Up. You ready to do this? Yes. Okay. Your category this morning is butterscotch. Um, National M&M Day was yesterday. So these are all different types of candy. Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? I'll pick you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Catherine, you have 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct and you win. And you start now. It's, uh, it comes in red and black. They're like ropes of candy, um, red vines. Uh, licorice? Yes. Uh, this you might get at the fair, and it's like pink and really fluffy. Um, so, Cotton candy? Yes. Um, taste the rainbow. There's uh, Skittles. Yes. Um, these are like what your grandma had. They're white and red. Little red stripes on it. Um, uh, uh, um peppermint yes peppermint. Uh, these are these are like um they're like little balls of sugar and they come in different colors and you like take the box and you shake it and you dump them in your mouth um also someone who's like maybe studies a lot revenge of the uh sorry okay this is a halloween candy it has three colors it's like yellow orange and white not candy corn yes Um, this you might put this in your mouth and it's on a stick and you suck on it Lollipop. Yes! yes! <laughs> Just in the nick of yes! time! You got it! Congratulations! Awesome! Catherine, you're all set. Your, your weekend plans are taken care of. You're going to go see Carly Rae Jepsen. This concert is tomorrow night at Virgin Hotel, so enjoy yourself this weekend. Speaking of concert, next hour, 940, we have your tickets to go see Panic at the Disco. That show is a week from tonight. It's Mix 94.1. Oh, you sing it, girl. Uh, sorry, you always turn my mic on early. I'm singing in my I, studio. I, I don't realize you did that. I, I, I Listen, I turned it on with 10 seconds left. I always have. Oh, I always thought you turned it on like with one second left. No. So I'm sitting here singing all these songs and then the mic's on and I don't even realize it because my headphones aren't on. And then I put them on and I hear my voice singing. I'm like, oops, sorry about that. This segues perfectly to a new game. This is genius. I have a new game I'm going to throw on you right now, Mercedes. 
Oh, I'm very oh, excited. And, I get and, nervous when you come up with new games. It sparked last hour when you sing in the end of a, a song last hour. That's your thing. You sing the end of uh-uh. songs. Oh, no. Wait. Well, this is the Beat Mercedes music. Yeah. This is the re- reverse Beat Mercedes game. So and we normally play the start of a song, and you have to identify it at the start of a song. Okay. Can you identify songs based on the last 10 seconds of a song? Oh, what an interesting twist there. So, Steph, I'm going to bring you in here because we're kind of throwing this together as we speak. I'm going to start throwing some songs your way, and I can play the last 10 seconds. See if you can correctly identify the last 10 seconds of a song. Do I wait for the entire 10 seconds to be up, or do I just say it as soon as I know it? That's your own discretion. Your own discretion. 10 seconds is long. Think about if you gave me 10 seconds at the beginning of Beat Mercedes. I mean... That's a long time. It is a long time. Okay. Unfortunately, the system is, the way I'm kind of firing things off here, it just starts at the last 10 seconds. Okay, so it starts there, but if I say it before then, then that's yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. Max will get his 10 seconds. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, okay. gotcha. So let's, uh, Steph, you ready as well? Oh, I'm boy. ready. I'm excited. Yeah. I think I like this, this reverse Mer- beat Mercedes. Okay. This is weird. Okay, I'm okay, going to try. Okay, so first song here. Oh, you kidding me? It doesn't play? Enjoy the silence. It doesn't play? It doesn't play. No way! (laughs) Steph, it doesn't play. (laughs) Even when it's up and on and it's the hot key button? Yes! No No. way! Hold on one second. You should have tested this beforehand. Oh, my gosh! Hold on one second. JC's going to figure it out because the way our board works is you can preview things off the air. But what's happening is, okay, he's going to preview it, and if he puts the on button, it'll go on the air. But I'm guessing... Oh, it doesn't... Let me try a different song because maybe the last ten seconds of that song it's like a fade out or something. So let's try a different song here. <laughs> oh my gosh! What an epic file. Gosh, here we go. Ready? Let's try this one. <laughs> oh my gosh! It doesn't work. How? Why doesn't it I'm work? I'm so sorry. Your game stinks. My game is awful. <laughs> oh, so Hold on one second. Oh, this stinks. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Okay. So anyway, what's that called? Playback. What's it called? Q. What's the thing technically called? Q. Playback. I would say Q. It's in Q, right? The the button is in Q as well. Playback, right? Oh, take it out of Q. Uh-huh. Up and on. Yeah. Last 10 seconds. Yeah, it's not playing. It's still not playing. It doesn't play that. Can don't it play put... for you if you play it, Steph? No, no, no. Don't put it in preview. Can Or it has to be in preview on our system, huh, JC? Yeah. I see what you're saying. Oh, this... this is a trash <laughs> game. I'm so annoyed. Oh. oh. We had great songs picked out. We're like, ooh, that's a good one. Okay, ooh, I have an one. idea. Maybe you don't do the reverse, and maybe you just do another, because we've been getting people texting us asking for you to just do a rapid okay, fire one. Okay, okay. And you just go boom, 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 okay. boom. Okay, rapid fire. Okay. Yeah, hold on a second. Let me just check one more thing. Okay. Because we used to have a preview. Darn it. That would have been a lot of fun, too. You could still, I mean, I, it's going to take some work. But, yeah, we'll put it together in the know, future. Okay, together. this will be regular beat Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. But still fun. Not as fun. Not, but, but still fun. Know. Still fun. Uh, okay. This is going to give me practice, though, for Monday. So. Okay, ready? Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, double inside uh, in excess. Yes. Uh, Fallout Boy The greatest love of all, Whitney Houston Yes Seven Nation Army White Stripes Yes Uh, We Belong Together, Mariah Carey Oh my gosh Uh, Mr. Brightside, The Killers Yes Um Oh, I know it! Burn! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, 
come on, it's there. You should see her struggling, you guys. <laughs> She's pulling her hair out. Literally pulling her hair out. I don't know. I, I am having a major brain malfunction pass. Oh, she passed. Okay, okay. Paradise City Guns N' Roses. Um... See your brain hurting right now. <laughs> Come on. Oh, you got this, you know it. Sometimes Sometimes I'm the on <laughs> of uncertainty. Singing clear. I pass. I pass. Oh, I pass. dry. Thank you, miss. Oh. My goodie, Sierra. Yes, last one. End of the high. Oh. Tell me two Yes! yes. <laughs> Did you get the one where you're like, meh? Oh, yeah. fine. Uh, Muse? No. no. Try it again. Da, 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 da. Bum, bum, bum. I know the song. I know. I, you're I singing it. I don't know. Who is it? One, two, three, sail! AWOL Nation! Oh, <laughs> you know what? I would have been here all day. I would have never got AWOL Nation. I totally forgot. I love how she was singing pain! It's sail! I could see the struggle was oh. so real. I wish we were uh, streaming this live. You know what was weird? I caught myself doing. It was a very weird... Like, I was... I don't know. I can't explain it. Like, I had, like, physical reactions when I was doing it. I was like, my head was twisting all weird. It, it was weird. It did look weird. You were really into it. It was weird. It's like the song took over you. And I was just trying to, like, find it in my brain. But, um, yeah. So, see, I am beatable. This just gives you, you know, oh, I want to give away that diamond pendant just as much as the next person. So, there are songs that will for sure stump me. What was the other one? Um, what was the other one you passed on, Steph? It was like a rock song that uh, I know um, that we play. Oh, oh, oh Drive, Drive Incubus. Incubus. Oh, no, before that, I thought there was another one. Sail AWOL Nation. Uh, Centuries, Fall Out Boy. They no, had that one. Okay, maybe it was right just side, the two. City, I thought yeah, there was another the one that I got. Okay. We'll get the reverse beat Mercedes. I think yeah. that'll be fun. Just our. We gotta figure out the board oh, over here. Oh, that was uh, that was a letdown, but also now my heart is <laughs> yeah. racing. The adrenaline is pumping big time. That's how we do it. Hey, if you want to hear a song, the Friday Rewind starts at nine a.m. Uh, let us know right now at seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. And then up next is the hot three. What do you have for us? Okay, well, like that game was very spontaneous. At what age does our spontaneity peak? We're gonna talk about that. Also, are you friends with the people in your office? How many friends do you have there? And a mom is really, really getting uh, getting a lot of people coming after her for something she let her 10-year-old son do. Do you think 10 years old is too young to do this? We'll tell you what it was coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Do you think you're a spontaneous person? Do you like to just like spontaneously do things like, oh, let's go. Let's go hiking. Yeah, let's go. Like, right now. 
Yeah, I'm not that spontaneous. I definitely am not. I am like a planner. I want to have a plan in place. I don't like doing Mm -hmm. spontaneous things. Um, A lot of people like to think they're spontaneous, but in reality, uh, the spontaneous phase could be reduced to, you know, maybe like when you were a teenager or something like that. According to a new study, spontaneity might peak later than you think. After talking with uh, people in the survey, they found that it spikes at the age of 31. It holds that level for about six years before dropping off. They characterize spontaneity as impulsive and a desire to have fun with a lack of responsibility and fewer financial commitments. Now, in general, only 12% of adults would um, describe themselves as very spontaneous. 38% say they're the opposite and they are, they rarely step out of their comfort zones. And uh, 47% say they wish they were more impulsive spontaneity wish list activities range from dyeing your hair going to the airport without a ticket with a or or without even a destination in mind just showing up and buying a ticket like where what where, what's your best best price ticket right now i should go in the waiting line to buy a ticket what about just being spontaneous and jumping online and buying a ticket online Going to the airport itself. But wouldn't that be fun to like go and let's say the lines are short let's let make the lines an issue uh-huh. and you go and you go up to the ticket agent and you say I'd like to buy a ticket to your next flight on your next flight out. And so you don't even know. You go to the Southwest. And they give it to you. You're going to Seattle. Yeah. Or what if it's somewhere like really like fancy or your first flight out of the country? Ooh, international. Yeah. I would like that. I'm not, I, I don't have the guts to do it. But that I think would be so fun. But are you, but you're planning it though. Let's say right now Mercedes go to the airport. You're supposed to go to San Diego this afternoon. Scratch that. Instead, go to the airport right now and jump on the next plane. Or rather, say Mercedes next weekend, next Friday, go to the airport with your luggage because you're still planning it out there, right? Yeah, you're sp- planning it, but where you're going is it unknown. That's the unknown. So. Well, didn't Michelob or one of the beer companies do like the uh, mystery concert where you won a prize? And you didn't know where you're going to, and you didn't know who you're going to see. And it was usually a really cool place. It was a cool band that played. Um, there is a, there's a travel agency that does that, where you you give them you answer a few questions like, do you want to go where it's warm or it's cold, or do you want to be surprised? Um, what's your budget? And then the day bef- the day of, they send you your um, itinerary, or the, like they tell you what like what time what your window is going to be, so you're open, and then you go, and when you get to the airport, that's when you find out where you're going, and they have your hotel arranged, they have your air your your airline ticket arranged. It's it, it's an actual thing. Okay, I have a map of the world. Open up. I'm just scrolling the mouse. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Canada. Uh, Way North well, Canada. I want to go. I've never been to Canada aside from uh, Vancouver, so I'd like to see more of it. Tip of the country. Do it one more time. I'll go left, right. Okay. Stop. Norway. Ooh, Ooh. I would love to go to Norway. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, okay. Uh, let me get a map of the world and try it for you. Uh, so my next uh, spontaneous trip is going to be Norway, and yours will be tell me when to... Stop. Stop. Uh, looks like about Oregon. That's cool. <laughs> I, I was in the world, too, but you got me in Oregon. That's cool. Head up there. Check uh, out the ducks. They got yeah, a solid season this year. Exactly. Uh, pay attention to the people around you at the office. There's a good chance one or more of them will become your friend. The average person spends 
81,396 hours, which is the equivalent of more than nine years at work. And we are now more likely to make friends at work than any other way, including at school, in the neighborhood, our place of worship, or even through existing friends. I've known you longer than I've not known you. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Or not same. You knew me way before I knew you. <laughs> <laughs> Creeper. Yeah. Um, I see her. <laughs> uh, it's 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 funny because uh, I I was thinking about uh, the other day. Like I've I've known you, my husband, um, more than I've I've not known either of you, and that's just so weird. And I don't think my life would be the same without either one of you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm so right there bizarre. with you. And have you been in Las Vegas longer than you've been in? Um, where you grew up? Yes. Yes, yep. I, I have. Oh, my gosh. That's terrifying. But it's in a good way. Yeah, yeah. In a great it, way. Just like, think about it. It yeah. just doesn't... I can't believe I've been here that long. It doesn't seem like it, but I, I mean, I love it. I've... Uh, yeah, I was doing that math the other night, and I've, I've got that. Even if I take take my D.C. years out of it, I, I, I'm still been here longer than I have been in uh, Pennsylvania, where I grew up. Oh, my gosh. Have you been in your current home longer than your childhood home? Uh, I've got, I've got, uh, I don't know. I, I don't remember when I moved in. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We've been in our current house for 12 years. And so I, the house growing up, I was in for almost 20 years. So oh my we have some gosh. time. That's so crazy. Isn't that nuts? Uh, finally this morning, how old should you be before you can get a tattoo? Most states say that it's 18. Well, in a few states like Kansas and Florida, it's 16 with a parents with your parents' permission. In Idaho, they say 14 is old enough. What about 10? Do you think 10 is too young? Yes. If, if, if I get a tattoo, I'd have a Transformer and G.I. Joe on my bicep. That's too, way too young. It's, you can't get a tattoo when you're 10. A woman in upstate New York is facing charges after she let her 10-year-old son get a tattoo on his forearm, and it's... It's not even a cool tattoo. What is it of? It's just his first name in big block letters, seven inches long. So basically his whole forearm. New York does not allow tattoos for minors, uh, even with a parent's consent. So you can't get one at 17, let alone 10. So he got it in a hotel room, not even in a legit tattoo parlor. The kid's school found out after he asked the nurse to rub some Vaseline on it while he was still healing. Um which uh, I apparently is also a reason why kids shouldn't get tattoos because Vaseline can actually make your tattoo fade. Uh, moisturizer is better. I did not know that. I don't have a tattoo. The mom's 33 years old. She got arrested last Tuesday. She's facing charges for endangering the welfare of a child. The kid and the older sibling were both p- placed with protective services. So it's not known if she has um, gotten them back yet. But uh, police say the tattoo artist who inked the kid should face charges, too. They haven't been able to find him yet. Good luck with that. Yeah, for being the one that said, okay, yeah, I'll tattoo your kid. The guy could have said no. Yeah. what? Uh, I, and I'm not sure that this is the case, but just playing devil's advocate here. But what if they told him he's 17? I mean, I think you can tell a 10-year-old from a 17-year-old, but I don't know. Sometimes I see kids with, like, tons of facial hair, and they're like, oh, they're 13 years old. I'm like, what? <laughs> How's that happen? So I don't know. That's a good point. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, the Friday Rewind, and it's time for the Rewind Quiz. All right, this is where we go to a certain year, take a song from that year, and play it backwards, and see if we can identify it. 
Uh, what's my, I, I know I have two losses, right? Yeah, you are... 30-something uh, and two. 31 and two. Okay. Not a bad record. That's not bad, but let's uh, see if we can add another win to this one. Let's go back to 2004. Um, wasn't a top 40 hit. The song was uh, at its peak at number 41 in October 2004. I'll paint the picture. As far as TV in 2004, my gosh, Desperate Housewives and Lost both debuted in 2004 so late september early october those are the hot new tv shows and if it was october of 2004 and you're going to the movies you're probably gonna go see either friday night lights or shall we dance with jennifer lopez oh my goodness wow okay so i got that mindset going where we were in that time let's see if we can figure out the music Tricky, aren't you? Yeah, it's from 2004. You're October. So tricky. Could this happen to be Bowling for Soup 1985? Show me Bowling for Soup 1985. <laughs> <laughs> ah, which, if you missed it, this was my pick for the Oh Wow Wheel, but I've not been in contention for the last three weeks, so look at that. It, <laughs> you got it right. That means it plays. But yeah, this was on the charts in October of. 2004. It only peaked at number 41. I thought it made it higher in the charts, but it was a hit. I love this song. I'm so excited we get to play it. It's on the Friday Rewind. Get your request in now. 702-364-9400. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. And are trending this morning. The American Music Award nominations came out yesterday and Bad Bunny leads the way with eight nominations including for Artist of the Year. Now, if he wins in all eight categories, he would tie Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston for the most AMAs in a single year. Now, Beyonce, Drake, Taylor Swift, they were right behind him with six nominations each. Las Vegas' own Imagine Dragons are tied with Monoskin as the group with the most nods. Up for Artist of the Year are Bad Bunny, Taylor Swift, Drake, the Weekend, Adele, Beyonce, and Harry Styles. The AMAs are on Sunday, November 20th at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles. This is a cool award show because they do base it on actual chart performances. They're pulling out the top band singers and whatnot, but then we get to vote. But you brought up the downside. It's going to be on tape delay for us. I know. I, I don't understand. It airs live for the East Coast. And then at 8 o'clock, so 5 o'clock our time. So instead of just simultaneously airing it here, they wait until 8 o'clock our time to rerun it, which is just ridiculous. You've seen all the spoilers. You've seen your one. You know the surprises, and you don't tune in. Yeah, I'm hoping that they change their mind on that. If we, like I said, let's do a change.org petition and make sure we make our voices heard. Flood the <laughs> flood the phones. Call them up. Call ABC. Honestly, I don't watch that many award shows to really put that effort in, but whatever. So that's trending. I want my AMAs. <laughs> Grandpa Names is trending this morning. The baby name site Nameberry went through their internal data to predict name trends for next year. And here's a fun one. Naming your daughter after your great-grandfather. That might become a thing. Uh, old man names are, are for girls are starting to trend and the names they predict that are going to be big next year include max ozzy lenny rudy lou 
Clark, Jean, those are just to name a few. They're all fun names. Those are all like, yeah, I, I mean, some of them are grandpa names. Some of them, I, I think I know people that aren't necessarily grandpas with those names. I got a buddy named Jean. He's not a grandpa. Yeah, exactly. I know someone named Jean who, uh, my my uncle is named grandpa, or is named Jean, and he is a grandpa. But I also know a Jean who is not a grandpa. A non-grandpa, yes, Jean. Exactly. Do you know Lou's? Lou. My, like my said, my, my cousin Luana, we call her Lou. Oh, I, Lou. That's only Lou I know. You? I uh, had a Lou that lived uh, down the street from us. Lou Palmer was his name. He had two boys, Steve and Nikki. But not currently. No, I couldn't no, tell you where Lou, no Lou, yeah, no Lou's in my life. Uh, also, uh, names that are like adjectives, brave, epic, icy, sincere. Those are growing in popularity and trending for boys are names that are inspired by Western shows like Yellowstone, Abbott, Briggs, Huck, Dutton, Rhett, Tex, those are going to be big names for boys next year. And then finally this morning, Balenciaga is trending. The hottest item on the fashion runway is literally all that in the bag of chips. I hate that saying, but there you go. The designer label uh, debuted its latest fashion trend this week, and it's Lay's potato chip handbags. The leather clutch looks like the classic chip bag with some Balenciaga branding on it. It comes in red, green, blue, and yellow. Those are actual Lay's potato chip bag, you know, um, inspiration. And uh, they the Lay's by Balenciaga bags cost $1,800 if you're in the market, and that is what's trending. couple things here. Those tickets to see Panic at the Disco. Your tickets at 940, and also we have the Friday Rewind. It goes till 10. Is there a song you want us to play? Send us a text or call us at 702-364-9400. Spice Girls wrapping up the Friday. Actually, no, we have one more song coming up here in a second. The, the Friday Rewind. One more song we're going to squeeze in. All right. Love it. Thank you guys for all of your requests. Thank you for listening today all week long. We love you guys so much. Have the most amazing weekend and make sure you are listening on Monday. We've got a lot going on to kick off the week and we will talk to you then. Let's do it for show number 17. 17 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the morning returns Monday morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.